welcome back everybody to Chatterstorm. We are back for episode 22, I believe. 22. 22. Um, 22. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. But I'm feeling 22. 22. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for, thanks for joining. <laughs> no, this is going to be a good episode because we have had some pretty uh, interesting things to talk about. The Magic the Gathering banned and restricted announcement was announced yesterday as of the day of recording, mm-hmm. which is the 26th. Um, so on the 25th, Wizards of the Coast announced what they were going to ban and what they were going to basically do with the game. Uh, and it was pretty big, people. It was pretty big. So have you guys had the chance to review the bans and, and restrictions, as one would say? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it is pretty big. It's pretty big. Let's uh, let's jump right into them. So there's only three formats that are officially uh, that officially have a banned and restricted, uh, I guess, action taken to them, yeah. mm-hmm. as well as we kind of unexpectedly received the alchemy balances. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. expect them to be released straight away with the banned and restricted announcement, but we got our alchemy rebalancing, mm-hmm. which was really really interesting. Um, but we'll go over the banned and restricted first. So starting off, we had in standard. Uh, in standard, Alrun's Epiphany is banned. Divide by Zero is banned, and Faceless Haven is banned. Right. So let's start with that. What do you guys think of those bans? How do you feel about? Well, them? I think they're they're really big bans. Mm-hmm. If people cared about standard, <laughs> yeah. And I know it's like a bit of a generalization because I'm sure people still do. I still wish people cared about standard because I suck at alchemy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like it's, I feel less bothered about it because I'm not playing standard and yeah. I, I feel like that's probably replicated by a large amount of players. Oh yeah. Um, sure. but these are big bands. Like, these are three really heavily played cards. Yeah. So I, I feel like it would really shake up the format if enough people were playing the format. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the best, I think, I think it's safe to say the best three decks in standard and the reason standard was getting a little bit stale was the is it deck that mm-hmm. was you know playing to win with Aaron's Epiphany and just uh, overtake the game that way, and then the counter to those decks, which is the aggro decks in mono green and yeah. mono white, uh, which obviously is the Faceless Haven ban is targeted for those. So, how do you guys think? What what would have what would have been your like choices for bans for standard if 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 this weren't if this wasn't going to be the bans and those three decks needed to be nullified do you think wizards got it right here or do you think there was something else they could have definitely changed? with orange epiphany yeah orange epiphany for sure yeah yeah i agree with that the rest of the bands though i don't i don't know what i would ban but divide by zero and faceless haven seem like really weak cards to ban yeah i think faceless really? haven is quite strong divide by zero yeah. When you look at the cards on the ban on like the actual ban list, and you look at Divide by Zero, yeah. Yeah. it's really shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the worst card to be banned. Yeah, I think it's a, it, it's really surprising to see Divide by Zero be banned. Yeah, um, because yeah, when you look at the average card quality of cards that have been banned, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not uh, up there, is it? Yeah, and it's not even like it's it's not a combo piece. It's, no, it's just an. A pretty decent it's a yeah. very minor yeah like card. spell bounce yeah yeah um it's uh it was i i don't think anyone expected divide by zero to face the ban but to be fair it does kind of make sense because it really did push those like like it, it would be an, always be a four of in the lizard deck first of all yeah you'd never really want to cut it because it's a it's a way to answer hole breaker it's a way to answer 
not countering spells when you mm-hmm. have your leer down. Yeah. Um, it was really synergistic, which is an interesting approach that they've taken because standalone, the card is not very good. Mm-hmm. I would say Oran's Epiphany, you can slot that into pretty much any blue deck that you're playing, yeah. which is what you want to do. Whereas Divide by Zero is standalone, not very good, but it worked so well with what was in the meta. Yeah, it shows how good the deck that's playing it or yeah. the decks that are playing it are rather and it's a, than the it's, actual card. Yeah, and it's a big thing because that's, I think that's the first kind of, ban philosophy we've seen from wizards because a lot of the time they're really really careful to ban cards because yeah. they don't want to you know harm the game too yeah. much mm-hmm. this one i just think i feel like they just said fuck it yeah and let's just let's just see what happens maybe it's because they because know of... standard doesn't matter as much anymore to, yeah it could be that like they they realize standard's not as popular and it's also with alchemy maybe they can just quite easily revert these bans maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the philosophy they're going forward with magic the gathering arena they can just kind of mm. play well, around the, with it. These bands are effective in paper. The That's the thing, bands. yeah. Yes. And that would be a major change in philosophy. Wizards historically have been very slow to ban cards. Yeah. yeah. They do not like because of paper banning sales. and unbanning. Mm-hmm. Um, like they don't like to flip flop on the bands. And so, yeah, I do think that banning Faceless Haven and Divide by Zero doesn't feel like it lines up with Wizards' philosophy No, it's bands. definitely new. It's yeah. a definitely newer philosophy that they've taken. Um, and I, I kind of pull it in with how they're going about with alchemy uh, and rebalances and things like that. Um, so yeah, interesting things for sure. I, mm. I wonder, what do you guys think the standard, even if people don't play standard as much, what do you think standard is going to look like now? With the Is It deck, do you think there's still a playable Is It deck? I, I still think so because yeah. well, so the thing with Orange Epiphany is, I mean, you're really shit if you get to take multiple extra turns and you can't and win. And you can't win, yeah. But the deck is like I played a version of the Is It deck mm-hmm. without any Orange Epiphany, and the and the first time I decided to take Arena seriously, I made up to Diamond Tier One, yeah, <laughs> which for me is like really great. I mean, that's great anyway, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And that didn't have any Orange Epiphany in it. Okay. So yeah. I, I still I still think it's a player yeah, deck. The the control shell of that deck of or the idea of that deck surviving the early turns and trying to slime a big threat like Coldbreaker Horror mm-hmm. or whatever other big threats I'm, I'm sure people will come mm-hmm. up with now that Aurons is a bit gone. Yeah. I think it's still there. I think it's still a workable and usable deck. It had a lot of good cards. It had things like Spikefield Hazard and Expressive Iteration, which mm-hmm. is really powerful control cards. So hopefully the deck is there and it's just not as oppressive. Um, which is what I think obviously they went for um what do you think josh what do you think of what standard will look like and how these decks are actually affected i do think it's hard to say i think you're right to think that is it's not going anywhere because mm-hmm. i guess standard hasn't changed much since the inner strat championships mm-hmm. and top deck in that tournament was an is it dragons yes list, yes wasn't it uh, and that didn't have any epiphany i don't think maybe it did i think it did i, I think it did i yeah. think it did but maybe because that's the deck that I tried to build mm. was a cheap version of yeah. that, basically. But yeah, with big threats like Lear, Halberg, Horror, Goldspan, Dragon, Smoldering mm-hmm. Egg. I yeah, I think the deck's still there. I think the the the, the ban is good though because mm. it's not just a matter of like, well, if I if they get to turn seven, they just win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now more of a, um, you know. It, it's more of a i guess it plays more like an honest control deck yeah yeah, yeah you can i don't still... like extra turns i yeah. actually think it's boring it is yeah like, it doesn't win off the bat and it takes a long time yeah and then you as the other person just sit there just have to sit watching there your screen sleep. yeah 
just be like mm, and then deciding at which extra turn because they probably are playing two or three like mm-hmm. they get two or three in a row but you go fine i'll just scoop mm-hmm. yeah i agree um and yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the is it deck turns out to be now um i think it will still be a playable deck and that moves on to faces haven as well mm-hmm. um i would honestly say it's a bit of a light ban on the aggro decks i don't mm-hmm. think the aggro decks are you know they're not going to suffer that much from mm-hmm. not having faces haven um, because Faces Haven was mostly there as it was a contingency plan. It was a contingency yeah. plan, in yeah. Those decks. Because you get board wiped, and then you get in that last four points of damage, and yeah. you just it's really powerful in that way. So, in a sense, they kind of they've kind of made everything a bit more traditional by doing this. With the control deck, it was just so stupidly powerful once you get to those later turns mm-hmm. that it just overwhelmed. It played like a mid range deck almost, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas these aggro decks now they have so much longevity with Faces Haven. I think that what they've done is they've kind of pushed it back a bit. So aggro decks should now look to win in those early turns and that's it. Because that's what an aggro deck should do. That's the cost that they pay for playing really cheap creatures and spells. Then uh, same goes for the control decks now. You play these you know, spells that try and last you long into the game. You should last long in the game. You shouldn't be winning straight away. Yeah. So it's a, I, it's a good ban for sure. But I think... I still think aggro decks are still going to be really powerful because not only do they have Faces Haven, they do have the Man Lands still. Those yeah. Man yeah. Lands are just a cut below Faces Haven, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. That's still really powerful. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes for sure. Um, I think that's enough about Standard for now. The other bands that they did make, they didn't just make Standard bands. Uh, in Legacy, Ragavan Nimble Pilferer is banned, which is not a format that any of us play. Yeah, yeah so couldn't not really comment, provide. but Ragavan is a really busted card. Yeah. And it's the card that I would like to see get cheap enough to play in Commander. Yes, it's uh, so Ragavan is mainly expensive and it's almost reaching like the $100 limit now. Not limit, $100 price mark yeah. because... It's being it's it's just the card to play in modern right mm-hmm. now. Modern is is pretty popular at the moment, and Ragavan is taking modern by by the balls, to be honest. Like it's <laughs> you you play a four color deck if it's got red in it, you're chucking Ragavan yeah. in there. So yeah, it, it's interesting to see there was no modern bands made, uh, no changes to that format at all. People were speculating a Ragavan ban mm-hmm. in modern, but I think they're applying the same philosophy where if they do that. Modern Horizons two packs are going to go down a bit in yeah. in, uh, in sales because people are are opening those packs to pack a Ragavan, yeah. yeah, as well as like the fetch lands. But the fetch lands have already reduced in price. Ragavan's only gone up because of how much it's played in mm-hmm. modern. If it got banned, it yeah it would just get shot down in price. Yes, yeah. I don't think it'd be played anywhere already. Well, yeah. it's a, it's a Modern Horizons set, so there's not really much else it can be yeah. played except for eternal formats. Um. So yeah, it's uh. It makes sense why they haven't from a business standpoint, but I do think a lot of the modern community did want Ragavan to be banned, but yeah. I can't really expect much from them. So No, Wizards will make the decision that continues to sell packs. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, even Oran's Epiphany being banned in standard, mm-hmm. that's a year on from it being printed. Yeah, yeah. that's true, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing as well. Uh, so in Historic, Memory Lapse is now banned from Suspended which means, so it was suspended almost like half a year ago now. Mm-hmm. It's been a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, people just wanting it to be banned so that they get their wild cards back. Yeah. So now you can collect your wild cards if you crafted Memory Lapse uh, starting tomorrow on the 27th. So be sure to log into Arena and collect those if you did craft Memory Lapse. But that's to be expected. It was suspended. The historic meta was fine then because there was no stupid two-mana counter spell that mm-hmm. ruined your next draw step. What a stupid card. Um, 
And then we move on to almost kind of sort of half and half into alchemy here. Yeah. Um, Teferi Time Raveler has been rebalanced and unbanned. Now, this is exciting. Uh, I'm really I'm really interested to see how this works out. So let's go ahead and see what they've done here. So for those that aren't aware, Teferi Time Raveler is a banned card in Historic at the moment. So what Wizards have decided to do is kind of dip their toe in the water and try and rebalance Teferi and bring it yeah. back into Historic. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and look at the card. Um, if I can find it. It's quietly in the bottom. Is it always at the bottom? Do you want me to yeah. read it? Yeah, Josh, you go ahead and read that for me. So Teferi Time Raveler, Raveler now <laughs> costs two white and a blue. So that's one mana more than it used to. It used to be one white and a blue. And it now starts with five starting loyalty. That's mm-hmm. up from four. And its static ability has changed from your opponents may only cast spells at sorcery speed to your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess two nerfs and a little buff. Yeah. 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 To almost counteract, because you still want this to be a playable control specific card, because it's a control card, but it was played in almost every deck that could run it because it was just so powerful and mm-hmm. the ability was just so damning to your opponents. Yeah. Um, the So the reason behind this change, it's, it, it can be a little bit difficult to grasp why the static ability changing from your opponents can only play spells at sorcerer speed to your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. So that's actually a, a nerf for the card in a, obviously in a very good way. Yeah. And what that stops is people not being able to play cards at sorcery speed on their turn with things like Dreadhorde Arcanist. Mm-hmm. If you try and use Dreadhorde Arcanist to cast a gra- spell from your graveyard, it doesn't work with yeah. Teferi out, yeah. which is completely and utter bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not what the card was designed to do, I don't think. Mm-hmm. It wasn't designed to snuff things out like that. It was designed so that it protected you on your turn, which is now what it does. So yeah. good rebalance, mm-hmm. good good, like, good thinking from Wizards from that one. Um, the extra mana cost and the extra loyalty counter, I think, also feels really good. It now feels like a a fairly cost of Planeswalker with not a, like a stupidly low life total. Yeah. Because the loyalty counter does mean it comes in potentially on six counters, which is pretty rough. That's yeah. really rough to deal with. But at four mana, you are, you know, you're that you're that turn slower in historic. It's a very fast paced format. Mm-hmm. So that is that one mana is going to be a huge difference, especially in colors that don't have a lot of mana acceleration either. So, yeah, it's really interesting what they've done with it. I'm looking forward to seeing how this card uh, approaches the historic meta right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty cool. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it, feels like, it feels like a good rebalance. Uh, and I think that the one additional mana cost mm-hmm. is a huge cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that really slows down the card. I think that this is, I think this is good. Um, for the historic meta game. Mm-hmm generally i i think that this is i'm not sure how i feel about this from an economy perspective though. Mm, yeah. um you know once again changes like this make the economy slightly worse mm. um and we at some point i think that's the economy is going to have to yeah. improve otherwise it's uh, what this shows is that wizards will rebalance cards in historic and make big enough changes that might make them unplayable but yeah. you wouldn't get your uh, your wild your cards wild, back. Yeah. That's what is... I was just going to ask, actually, because because Teferi was banned, we did get our wild cards back from this. 
I don't think we'd need to craft this again, would we? I would think you would. I would th- you? So I think yeah. you would because it would be nice if you didn't have to, and that's not. Yeah, we're just doing the worst of And also, you will have probably spent those wild cards, right? Like you got the wild yeah. cards back, and you decided. Yeah, it's just like a yeah. You're right. So uh, uh, that would be quite unfortunate if you did have mm. to. But I think you're right. It makes sense that if they if you had to spend your wild cards again, yeah, which would be kind of sad to see. I think when a card gets banned, you trade in your yeah. Yeah. Card, your wild cards. Yeah, you shouldn't just would, get free should, yeah, wild yeah. cards, which makes sense in that format, I guess. So yeah, okay, interesting. Um, what do you guys think about the idea of just having kind of dipped the, their toe in the water here? As I said, you know, they've only gone with Teferi. They've not decided to go to anything else that's bad in historic. Mm-hmm. There is quite a huge list now. You've got, as, as we now have memory lapse, you have, yeah. gosh, what else is bad in historic? You've got like Wilderness Reclamation, I think. Oh, is it? I think Reclamation is banned or either Explosion and Reclamation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, oh gosh, there's so much. Uh, I, can't, I can't think off the top of my head, but oh, Brainstorm is banned as well, yeah. which was a nuts card. Um, yeah, like, do you think... I think I think they're yeah they're gonna see how this works in historic yeah, yeah. and maybe bring um, start to bring in other cards we'll see what happens I think that's definitely the plan I think we know that Wizards' philosophy with alchemy is that they're not going to ban anything mm-hmm. it's just going to be rebalances, just rebalances. Um, and I would think they'll take the same approach with historic mm-hmm. where they'll just want to rebalance instead of banning cards because it is a digital only format yeah. Um, so I think, yes, we will see cards slowly unbanned and rebalanced, but it's good that they're taking it slow, mm-hmm. um, yeah. to see, uh, because rebalancing cards, remember wizards have, you know, 30 years of experience designing this game, mm-hmm. but card rebalancing is not something that they've really done a whole lot. Yeah. This yeah. is the first time. So it's really it's, happened. Yeah. It's good that they're taking it slow. They're doing it one card at a time. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. trialing it in alchemy when they made a lot of changes mm-hmm. in the format that that that's kind of why alchemy exists so they can i think they'll trial it in alchemy for a while mm. and then start doing more with historic yeah because i think it was 18 changes they made in alchemy yeah so which is let's, quite a lot. yeah let's move on to the alchemy changes actually because this is probably the big talking point for all of us yeah because we all play alchemy a fair bit now mm-hmm. i would say mm-hmm. um we can actually go through as well because we in our last episode, I think, or is it the episode before? We made some predictions about did, what yeah. would be what the rebalances would be, um, and I think from what I remember, we thought fearsome up would be rebalanced. Mm-hmm. We thought ferocious pup or is it tenacious pup? Tenacious pup tenacious would be rebalanced, mm-hmm. and then inquisitor uh, captain. Inquisitor captain. I think you mentioned the aura as well, Josh. Aura and the cleric, the clerics deck for yeah, yeah. yeah. clerics deck. Um, so let's go ahead and look at the rebalances so the the first thing and i think the biggest thing and i'm actually quite excited for this was something i don't think anyone saw coming either they actually took the approach of buffing as opposed to nerfing in this one um they went ahead and pretty much buffed a bunch of cards from the adventures forgotten realm set Mm -hmm. regarding the dungeon mechanic because Mm -hmm. yeah those cards were terrible yeah (laughs) those cards were absolutely terrible the dungeon mechanic they purposely made it not as good because it's that kind of free value thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's still all the you know all the synergies and things. It was just not a playable deck in yes. any yeah. any way or form. It was grossly underpowered. Grossly Definitely. underpowered. So, what they've gone, I don't know if it's worth going through each individual D and D card. But you can definitely go ahead and look at each of those because there are some really really nifty buffs here. Let's in fact let's go through the most um, prevalent ones. I would say. Um, 
what would you guys say is the biggest sort of i think the biggest one is dungeon descent dungeon descent i was going to say the same the land in terms of the most change that it was yes. yeah it was ridiculous yeah and i think this really highlights how um how underpowered the dungeon mechanic was mm-hmm. yeah and how overpowered i think they thought it was going to be yeah mm-hmm. it was when you look back at the the non uh the non-buffed version of the card it was quite ridiculous that that was a rare yeah a rare mm-hmm. land that enters the battlefield tapped it gives you colorless mana it costs four and you have to pay for tap, itself so yeah. almost five mana for mm-hmm. its ability you tap a legendary creature and you gain one life <laughs> You gain one life from entering the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> or, or the first dungeon room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was bad. Yeah. Unbelievably underwhelming. So, the changes mean that it no longer comes in tap. Mm-hmm. And it's fra- it, the ability has been adjusted from four, four mana to, to, one. to, to one, one mana, <laughs> which is a massive, massive buff. Massive mm-hmm. reduction. There, there is yeah. no magic card that you could reduce the cost by three mana. Yeah. And it wouldn't be busted. Yeah. Yeah, um, this just makes this playable, which this is makes this playable. insane. I don't even know if it's still Yeah, I still don't think that this is <laughs> it actually it very good. It gives it a playable, I guess. Yeah, though. yeah. And I think that really highlights how underdone the, mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. adventuring mechanic was. That this incredibly, like, this buff is crazy. And I still think this card probably isn't going to see play. I have yeah. come across a few venture decks, though, in Alchemy. I don't know if you guys what, have. today? No. <laughs> well, the, the rebalancing's not out until yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it's not oh, out until okay. 27th. But no, yeah, I have come across a few people. There, there in, have been um... adventure decks because Triumphant mm. Adventure is a powerful card. And that did receive a buff as it well. It got a buff, which was which surprised me because it's really good already. So it's, this is the thing because I don't, I don't know how much the buff does for it anyway. Mm. Because the whole point of it being... So it's Triumphant Adventure. If we go ahead and read that out, it costs a white and a black. So two mana value for a human knight. And it's the so the original version is a one 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 creature with death touch and as long as it's your turn it has first strike and whenever it attacks you venture into the dungeon yeah and it got buffed so that it has one extra power so it's now a two one instead mm-hmm. of a one one yeah I don't know about the how much that actually does because the whole idea is that the death touch first strike combo yeah, it, it doesn't matter what your power and toughness is you're gonna kill matter. them on attack yes so. The only thing that this affects is uh, when it gets into fights with other creatures with first strike. Yeah. Um, where you would need to... Well, not well, even, no, not but even then there. Still, there's, there's only one damage to it, yeah. Um, where this is good is simply the fact that this is a creature that wants to attack every turn and yeah. you've doubled the, pa- the damage doubled the power out of it. You're right, of yeah. It. yeah. In terms like, of the damage it does to the opponent, And you're, you're less right. likely to block because it has death touch. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anything you block with is just chump blocking. It's just blocking. dead, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that halves the clock. Like, this is actually That's quite true. a big Yeah, buff. true. Okay. Yeah, if you slam down a couple of these, you are putting on some real serious pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're right. It is a, it is pretty big. And in, in, I guess when you put it like that, it does double its yeah. damage output mm-hmm. quite a lot. So yeah, it's a it's a cool card to see buffed. It is a, it was a really good card, but I think it, it was necessary for a buff because it just didn't have good synergies with yeah. the dungeon mechanic. Yeah. Similar to how they've done with Divide by Zero. It's not a necessary good card, but it was it needed to it be banned the deck, yeah. because of how good it was with Lear and mm-hmm. Hellbreaker Horror mm-hmm. and things like that. So where this also matters is uh when it was a one one, when Triumphant Adventurer was a one one, mm-hmm. you could block it with two one ones and it would die. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah. if you block it with two one ones, they'll both they'll die. Both which die. is a yeah. pretty yeah. big buff. Yeah. That's yeah. a pretty yeah. big buff. Yeah, you can't just chump it with some little one one tokens. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, you, you, it'll, it will take an, an extra one. An extra one, one yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is pretty big. Mm-hmm. 
the other one that I wanted to point out, and this is the, the last one that we'll point out for the dungeon mechanics, is um, Assemble from Parts. So Assemble from Parts is a card that basically you pay one mana for the instant and it gives a card in your graveyard. Uh, a card in your graveyard perpetually gains... Oh, this isn't a dungeon card. Never mind. This is just an alchemy <laughs> card. Um, all right. Ignore that. Never mind. <laughs> Do you know what I think one of the weakest buffs is? Weakest buffs? Yeah. Uh, that's on Eliwick. Eliwick. Eliwick Tumblestrum. I love that name Yeah, so the uh, the four-mana legendary planeswalker that is kind of venture on a stick. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. the buff is changing her ultimate ability from a minus seven to a minus six, yeah. which yeah. I think is really quite bad. Yeah, her ultimate is... Her ultimate's not the worst, but it takes it still takes up until turn six for you to activate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, to be fair, you are... Like well, venturing. turn seven. Turn seven, yeah. Oh, turn seven, yeah. you're right. So you yeah, got to go so up twice, not... then down the next turn. So, yeah, it, it, it's gone from being able to activate it on turn eight to turn, turn seven. seven, which really... I. I don't really think that's much of a buff, yeah. to be honest. I still don't think this card would be playable. I was going to say, I, no one's playing it. I know that's maybe why they do it because no one's playing it now, but I don't yeah. know if that's a big enough change to make anyone it to be playable, play yeah. it. I don't think so, especially with the support that the dungeon mechanic has. It doesn't really have any support in the colours green. Yeah, Yeah, um, I was going to say, the, the few dungeon decks I've seen have been black-white. Black-white, yeah. yeah black-white is definitely where you want to be with the dungeon mechanic. So, yeah, a bit of an unnecessary change, I think. Um, not much to see there for no. sure. Um, and then there's been a few other cards that were uh, part of the dungeon mechanic that are buffed, but not too important. So let's move on to the alchemy rebalances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The main, I guess technically the dungeon cards are alchemy rebalances. Yeah. Because uh, they won't be playable in standard with the rebalance. Yes. They'll only be playable in alchemy. But these are the alchemy cards that came in with the 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 set that was just well the outcoming set I guess mm-hmm. yeah um, these are the cards that have been changed which is what everyone was looking forward to so um, let's go ahead from the top of the list then which is the card that I started to read out which is assemble from parts mm-hmm. um, assemble from parts costs one black mana sorry single black mana uh, for an instant and target creature card in your graveyard perpetually gains uh, one black black oh no so it used to cost three black um, oh God, this is going to get confusing. It used to cost three <laughs> generic mana and one black, uh, so basically four mana for its ability, and which has been now reduced to three mana. And if you pay that three mana, you can exile a card from your graveyard, shuffle it into your library, and create a four-four token of it, which is a black zombie. Yeah. So it's almost like a reanimation spell, but you get a four-four zombie instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of this card in general? Because I actually hadn't seen this card before. Yeah, I have before seen it the rebalancing today. I think it's pretty decent it seems good it yeah. does seem good if the, with the right creature to cast it on mm-hmm. I, I do think this is yeah a pretty it's, decent card. it's an effectively a four mana reanimation spell which at instant speed which we haven't got in standard or alchemy at the mm-hmm. moment yeah um and yeah so you do get a four four zombie but it does still enter the battlefield it still has so if you if you're able to mill if you're playing a reanimated deck and you're able to mill a big creature that has a good ETB, mm-hmm. you are getting the same kind of value out of that, yeah. Yeah. which is really powerful. I think the... So what what are the anim- reanimator cards in Alchemy right now? We've got things like Top Thrill. You, you can get quite a lot of value yeah. out of it. Because, well, remember, the creature, I think, is still legendary. It mm-hmm. would still be legendary. 
Um, yeah, in addition but, to its other types. Yeah, you could, you, so you exile the card, then shuffle it into your library, then make a copy of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you then were able to mill that card again, because this ability is perpetual, you could then oh. pay three and get it out from your graveyard again. Oh, yeah. you're right. I yeah. didn't even notice so that. So you could do it multiple times. So, oh. you know, if you were, um, say, to reanimate a Hullbreaker Horror, you could yeah. end up having multiple. So, that, yeah, is there like a self-mill deck where you target yeah. a creature with this, shuffle it back in, and then mill it again, and then you can keep, like, as long as it's in your graveyard, mm -hmm. as long as you can get it from your library into your graveyard, you can keep reanimating it. And there's, yeah. it seems it's like there's a lot nifty. of potential there. Yeah. yeah. It does seem like there's... Uh, there's a powerful ability there. Mm. Uh, I'm just not quite sure where it is yet. I mean, I can see like wanting to reanimate something like Coma or mm -hmm. Toxrill. Yeah. Those are the two big things I can think of. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other cards that it's worth reanimating, but those are the two big hits that I can think of. Yeah. So, so maybe there's like a Soul Tide Self Mill reanimated deck out there. Yeah. I can't think of any Self Mill cards. Maybe mulch. Well, the tricky thing is <laughs> mulch. The tricky thing is that um, the change that's been made does require a bigger investment in, in black. black. Yeah, because yeah, it now costs two black pips as opposed to one black pip mm -hmm. from before. Um, so we'll see how that affects it for sure. Maybe yeah. you're maybe you are restricted, but that's the thing. Even in reanimated decks, you don't necessarily want to cast your big creatures. So if you're going full in on the reanimated plan, playing something like a coma in even like a mono black reanimated deck, wouldn't it be the worst thing? Mm -hmm. Because you're still just trying to reanimate it without paying its cost. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll um maybe it'll it'll come up as a deck. I like the card. It's a pretty cool card. Yeah. Um it's not one that I've seen before, and I'm glad that I've seen it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um let's move on. So the next thing, and I'm actually really happy about this one, as you guys can probably tell, because I play a lot of werewolves. Hmm. Um Blood Rage Alpha. So Blood Rage Alpha was a card that was introduced in Alchemy. It's a four mana, before the buffs, it was a four mana, four, three wolf, which mm -hmm. has, when it enters the battlefield, choose one. Another target wolf or werewolf you control fights a creature you don't control, or when you cast your next wolf and werewolf spell, it gains, when this creature enters the battlefield, it fights a creature you don't control. Yeah. So this was now buffed to be a four, four instead of a four, three. And it's actually quite a big buff. Um, having that one extra toughness does let it dodge the what's the three mana so it does let it dodge things like a braid yeah it does mm -hmm. let it dodge those it, it just you know gen generally being a four four is, is way better in the current alchemy yeah. meta mm -hmm. um it's it shouldn't have been a four three before like it, wolves should be able to fight things and not die yeah. i feel that was the whole point um, and this, most of the time, especially if you're fighting, the Blood Rage Alpha doesn't let it fight itself, but if you do obviously have a couple of them in your deck and it comes in, it, it's just not going to be able to kill things very efficiently because it's mm. probably going to die at three yeah. toughness. And then so, it's just a four mana kill spell, which yeah, is not, it's not really great. Good. Yeah. So I'm glad to see this was buffed. Um, I, I don't know if it still has a, a space in the Werewolf deck. I know it definitely, a lot of people do play it in sideboards because it is good in those creature matchups. Um, but you know, we will see as we go. So nice little buff there. Um, what else can we go through? I want to talk about, um, some of the cards that were rebalanced mm -hmm. that we predicted. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. to talk about whether we got them right. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah. Which one, which one did we predict, Josh? So we predicted uh, in last week's episode that Fearsome Whelp would be rebalanced. Mm -hmm. Um, and the rebalance would be focused on the ability triggering 
at the beginning of the opponent's next turn mm-hmm. to give you a whole turn to interact to deal with it. it. Yeah. That is exactly what has happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wizards intern who listens to Chatterstorm, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. thank you for listening. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Fearsome Welp has been given haste, mm-hmm. but it is only a 1-1. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it's I been like given haste. Which, yeah. yeah it, so I think that's it's fine. a little bit of a buff. Yeah. Uh, and it's been changed from at the end of your turn to at the beginning of your upkeep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which so does give you that entire cycle. So you mm-hmm. can deal with this at sorcery speed almost. Yeah. Yes. And I like the I really like the idea of giving it haste because it doesn't our original uh, nerf would be that if it did get answered you spent two mana for basically for nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. And that isn't a good card and yeah, whereas in, in, this the, in this meta you, you need cards that do come down and do something straight away so this flying 1-1 one, one attacker straight away it does something at least mm-hmm. um, so yeah I'm, I'm really happy with this rebalance I think it's perfectly fair mm-hmm. and yeah we'll definitely see some more uh, sorcery space removal on this thing yeah, yeah. which is good um, what we, else do we have? We Ooh. also predicted that Inquisitor Captain would be changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we predicted that it would be changed so that you only look at a certain number of cards. Yeah, something, something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, we didn't quite get that right. No. It's been changed to if you cast it, then you get the ET yeah. effect. Yes. Which turns off the synergy with the Glass Ball Mimic combo. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which I do, I, I like that a lot. I think they did. Going through all of these like buffs and nerfs, uh, I actually kind of agree with most of them. To be fair, I don't mm-hmm. think there's one I disagree with entirely. Yeah. Um, for the Alchemy cast specifically, um, yeah, this is completely fair. It, that synergy with Grasshopper Mimic was probably over overlooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really powerful that way, and this does allow you to. Yeah, that was a really good card, yeah. but it's honest. Yes. You know, it's, it yeah. does what it's supposed it to only, do. It only lets you trigger it once off of casting it once, mm-hmm. which is what it should be doing. Yeah. You should only be paying four mana to get its creature and its ability. You shouldn't be paying like four mana and you can keep on paying like three yeah. mana and, and getting a bunch of creatures out. It shouldn't be like that. So yeah, it's good, good change, good rebalance. Um, still still a playable card, I think. I yeah. think, so. I think yeah, the decks sure. will still be built around this for sure. Cause it's, it's, a, it's a card this that you build a deck around. This is a good card that mm-hmm. was abused with Glass Pool Mimics. Yes. So now it's just a good card. Now it's just a good yeah. card, yeah. Do you remember what we suggested about uh, Sanguine Brushstroke? how we thought we might change that i don't, did I, we don't. Suggest I think we got this one right though right i don't think we did i think no. maybe what we, we suggested that when it comes in it, it doesn't make oh a blood, it doesn't, doesn't make, make a blood, blood artist token. yeah mm-hmm. oh blood token yeah it needs artist. to make a blood yeah, artist. Not yeah. Blood artist, blood <laughs> token. but yeah, yeah it, it doesn't make a blood token yes uh, so that's not quite what wizards have gone for mm. they have simply removed the life gain trigger from mm-hmm. sacrificing blood yes. so you sacrifice blood and instead of you gaining a life your opponent losing one yeah, now the opponent just, just, just loses one, yeah. one, which is still good as a finisher against control decks. Yeah, but doesn't it isn't as hard to beat for mm-hmm. uh, for aggressive deck. decks. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how I feel about this one actually because I so I think I remember thinking that sanguine sanguine brushstroke should have just been about blood artists. I think obviously there was the whole blood theme around the card, but mm-hmm. I think it would have been just as powerful if it just said conjure a blood artist and yeah. nothing else, even if it just made a blood token. Um, but the, 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 yeah, the secondary ability of it, of draining, I think that could have been scrapped completely. Um, and it will still be a very powerful and playable mm-hmm. card. Blood artist is so powerful. Yeah. It's such a good card. Yes. Um, so, but yeah, no, I mean, I guess this is still 
No, this is still pretty good. I think it's a yeah. good rebalance. It, I think it is. Yeah, I think you know it makes the card slightly weaker against aggressive matchups, which mm. is where it was really strong. Which yes. is yeah. so yeah, it's a buff in the or a nerf in the right direction. I don't know how much of it will actually change the card, but there will be you know your percentage win rate against aggressive decks mm. will go down. Yeah, which is a sign of a good nerf. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. The next card as well, um, we did make a prediction about this because we, we all had a bit of a hatred towards this one. Town yeah, Razor Tyrant. Yeah. Um, I think the prediction that we came up was uh, having it cost in that one extra mana. Yeah. So instead it cost five mana instead of four mana. And that's not what they've gone with. I think but I also kind of like great. this. I think it's great. Yeah, think, it's, yeah, it's a much better much better nerf. So now the clause with Town Razor Tyrant, instead of it targeting any land, it has a restriction of targeting a non-basic land. Mm-hmm. Um much better much easier to deal with i think because as an aggro player play or playing like a monocolored aggro deck you're or being too cheap to yeah uh, you're, you're, you're not you're not drawing many lands and you get heavily punished by this yeah. thing if it mm-hmm. hits one of your lands and you're stuck on two lands or mm-hmm. something yeah so having the non-basic clause is nice it's still a very playable card um yeah in the dragon's deck, yeah. you know, this can still be a, a three mana four four with flying. Oh, yeah. Which is like, still great. Yeah. If your opponent if the opponent has just basics, then yeah, it can still be that and it's still fine. It's mm-hmm. still playable. Yeah, it's still a very fair card now, I think. Um, yeah, but it's still very, cards, very yeah. strong against control decks, which is what it wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so I, I was a big fan of this change. Mm-hmm. It, uh, in in general, the changes that they've made, um the I like the idea of not making them, just pushing them out of the meta, yeah. like they did with Luminarch Aspera. That card was completely pushed out, which they haven't made a change to, which I was a little bit sad mm-hmm. by. Yeah. But um, either way, with the with the ones that they have chosen to change, they've not completely pushed them out. Um, so the last two cards we have to talk about, uh, these these last two cards are not Alchemy set cards. These mm-hmm. are cards from the uh, Innistrad sets. And the first one, let's go over, is Holebreaker Horror. Mm-hmm. So, Holebreaker Horror has been adjusted to. So, it, before it wasn't counterable, now it just straight up is counterable. Yeah. What do you guys think about this one? I feel personally victimized by Wizards. A <laughs> so, whole deck is built around oh, Goldspan Dragon. Yeah. I mean, it was a standard deck, and Holebreaker Horror. Uh-huh. And I've now accepted that I have to play Alchemy and it's fine. Yeah. But Goldspan Dragon is not as good in Alchemy. No. I still had Holebreaker Horror and I still had that. You know when it comes down and then people just go no and scoop. Mm-hmm. That's what happened now because yeah. they just counter it. Yeah. So I feel personally victimized by wizards for those two. So, <laughs> wizards in turn that's listening. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, it's a. This is a pretty big nerf. I think yeah. so. I think this is probably the biggest one that God, we've seen. Heartbreaker horror was just like such an inevitable threat before, mm. um, and you had to have a you had to have a specifically a kill spell. Yeah. At instant speed, open. To deal with this, play yeah. against it. Now you can have a counter spell up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can Juari disruption it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is huge. This is uh, this is a, a big nerf. It's one that was needed. It just it doesn't really power down the card much. It just opens up the number of different answers your opponent can have to this card. Yeah, which is good. If we as well, so if we look at the reasoning behind, so they they, they do go into detail about why they've made this change. And the main thing was the the control mirror or yeah. control matchups, control it matchups did come down to whoever slammed this down first mm-hmm. because and now it's now it's a bit more of like a, you know, oh you don't want to play a whole breaker right now because it could get countered. So yeah. you've got there's a lot more depth in those control matches, which yeah. makes I think is a lot more fair that way. 
Um, yeah, because yeah, before it was just like, oh, who goes first? Do you get seven lands in a row? Cool, you win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a it's a. What, uh, you don't no, look too happy about it's it. Bullshit. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> now, I to, now I have to have nine mana and my own counter spell before I can even bother playing Holebreak Warrior. Because you best believe if I spend seven mana just to get something countered, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> it is true. Like getting yeah. that countered is pretty dense. Yeah. 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 So now I'm going to need nine mana, Holebreaker Horror, and a counter spell yeah. just to play it. And that's bullshit. So well, you know, it's still really good against control uh, against aggro decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it still has flash too. So if your opponent yeah, taps out, <laughs> then you have no. the potential. And actually, yeah. what you can do if your opponent goes for it and plays their Heartbreaker Horror, you can flash yours in in response. Yours enters the battlefield first, and you play another spell and bounce theirs back to their hand. It's true. That's and true. And it never enters the battlefield. So, yeah, this- but I don't want to play against a mirror match because if that happens they're probably better than me um <laughs> okay so i need to be playing against people not playing this card mm-hmm. but who would that be if it was a mirror match anyone else so as in so but then the, the nerf, then it, the nerf then doesn't the really matter no because i think there are plenty of deck like if you have blue you have counter spells i don't think every blue deck is playing whole of horror it's, just, it's a big it's seven yeah, mana it's yeah. a big investment i would yeah. say i play against I, I don't see loads of Heartbreaker Horrors when I play. No, Alchemy. yeah. I don't think so either. I think most decks only run like two or three mm-hmm. at most. But the, my question is the removing the, the this can't be counter calls, what does that do for you in terms of. Makes the... me sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But in terms of the matchups that you would play where that mattered, where, which matchups would well, that matter? It's just against? other blue decks. Like, I, I don't decks, think yeah. I come across. Mirror matches in the sense, well, there's so, no one else playing a Kragans deck, is there? Because that's stupid. No. Um, so, do they not also? Because if they also run Hullbreaker Horror, then they're probably either going to also play this card or substitute it for a different win condition. True, yeah. Do you now also substitute your Hullbreaker for a different win condition? <sighs> Maybe. I mean, at some point, I have to actually just make an alchemy deck and not yeah. keep trying to make my standard deck work in no, alchemy. I mean, it's, it's really good in alchemy. Yeah, but I don't um, have, but you don't have all the cards that are good in alchemy. alchemy. Yeah. yeah. No, of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty big nerf. Yeah. Um, I think if I but, wasn't playing it, I'd probably think it's great, but because I play it, yeah. I'm just sorry. I do think <laughs> as well, this this nerf, I think, was a little bit more targeted at Historic as well, because Historic control decks were playing this because it was just, it's so hard to answer this in Historic. Because yeah. you have, nobody plays things like Unsubstantiate or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is a way to get around the counterable thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, interesting change, big one for sure. Um, I did say there was two cards. There's actually three cards that we need to go through. So the other one as well is Divide by Zero. Yes. Um, while that was banned and standard, they decided to readjust it for Alchemy, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it has now been readjusted to it only learns, it, you only get the learn ability if it targets a spell with mana value four or less. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I don't think this is very good. Yeah. I don't think this makes a difference. I think Divide by Zero is super powerful because it's such a good early interaction. Yeah. You can play it on turn three at instant speed and get a spell to cast like a teaching to yeah. the archaics or an environmental sciences to hit your land drop. Um, nobody's going to have permanence with mana value four or more mm. um, at that that do those early stages in the game like divide by zero is at its best when you're able to play it on turn three against like an aggressive matchup yeah Uh, this nerf doesn't affect that and divide by zero 
still, you know, it can still become per- perpetually a one mana spell. It can mm-hmm. still, like, I think that the learn was pretty incidental on it, to be honest. I think yeah. if Divide by Zero didn't have any learning at all, I think it would still, still be playable. playable. So the reasoning, yeah, okay. the reasoning behind the, all that Wizards posted for their thing was, we are aiming to promote higher mana value cards in Alchemy. Divide by Zero was stronger as it targeted more expensive cards. And this change will more evenly distribute its power. So it's more about the idea that, as opposed to just having the same power of targeting a really high mana value mm-hmm. card and a low mana value card, you're now more inclined to use it on a weaker to card. Match mm-hmm. its power, so yeah. maybe, you know, I kind of understand that sentiment um, because, yeah, you don't you, you you to get the most value out of it, you need to use it on a slightly weaker card, mm-hmm. as opposed to just basically like time walking your opponent when yeah. you cast like a seven mana spell and you just divide by zero. Yeah. Um, so yeah, an interesting change. I wonder if it will make a difference. I don't know if it, I think it's still just so powerful in the in the yeah, reduction so. deck. Well, I think people have been calling it the is it budget deck because you budget all your spells. Yeah. And it's been like, a, it's not actually budget because it has about 100 rares in it. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, look, look at, I'll just Google this budget alchemy deck. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I got trolled. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I still think it's really, really powerful in that deck. And uh, yeah, interesting change. The last thing then, the last thing to go through is Lear, Disciple mm-hmm. of the Drown. They just targeted all the blue cards. They did, they? yeah. Mm-hmm. They Lear was pretty blue. powerful. Um, and I quite like this change. Yes, I do I, too. I, I agree with this change. So Lear now says, uh, uh, so her flashback ability where she has, uh, she gives all of your instants and sorceries flashback in your graveyard is now only usable on your turn. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this, Josh? Because I know you play Lear a lot. This is just a better card. Like, yeah. I honestly, I think that if they could reprint Lear to have this ability yeah. instead, yeah. it would be better. Yeah. In Commander, in everything it's weaker but this is just a better card yeah yeah having flashback during your turn is still so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just a lot more honest i think and like lear stops things from being countered and anyway like, yeah. yeah that but, that but, yeah. that sort of moves things more towards sorcery speed yeah the, the so philosophy it, yeah yeah it feels like the philosophy of the card is to gives you massive card advantage um, and some protection, but mm. make sure that, you know, it, it promotes sorcery speed play, yeah. Yeah. which is an interesting win con for blue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it feels like this nerf is just a lot more in line with what the card wants to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, because I think the instant speed spells that you got the most value out of, things like Discover the Formula, being able to flash things like those back was just grim. Like, yeah. That was just so powerful. Mm-hmm. And holding up Fading Hope as well as protection. Yeah super super powerful yeah. so yeah i think this sorcery not necessarily sorcery speed but just on your turn clause makes that card a lot more fairer mm-hmm. it makes you have to kind of change your deck up a little bit you want your win conditions that you get with Lear to be more you know powerful as a sorcery card so yeah, yeah i uh, i like this a lot i uh, i think it's a very good change and you're right i would i would like this to be kind of like the the overall printing of it because yeah, it, it does it... promote the the idea Ooh. of the card was that you know spells can't be countered you need to be. You want to be playing things on. You know, you're not countering other people's spells. Yeah. Why, why are you playing instants, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I agree. It's um, very nice change. Happy mm-hmm. to see that one. Mm-hmm. And I think that just about does it for all the cards, right? Is there anything we've missed? No, that's all of them. Yeah. That is all of them. So yeah, that's all of the alchemy changes. 
make sure you tweet us and let us know what you guys think. Has your has your deck been completely nerfed and unplayable? Hmm. Do you also hate Wizards of the Coast? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in every week. <laughs> um, I've been I've been uh, Sam. Yes, you this are. is Josh and Sarah. Sorry, I've just kind of done it for you guys. Yeah, but okay. we'll catch you guys on next week's episode. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Good to go. I'm doing the intro music. <laughs> oh, for chat. I was trying to figure out what's on that one.